Hello, my fearless people. This is it, you guys. We launched our fearless and successful talk show last week. And I am bringing this incredible conversation to our podcast listeners too. Because I know some people resonate with uh, video, some people resonate with audio. And I didn't want you to cut off short. And I want you to also experience the power of, you know, deep, meaningful conversation where my hustlers, dreamers, and impact makers come together and create impact and influence beyond just the money. And in this first premiere show, I had my good, good, good friend, Hala Chibani. She is an online intuitive business coach and founder of Next Level Entrepreneurs. She has a BA in business management from the American University of Beirut and a proven track record in leadership development, coaching, building multi-million dollar brands in different continents. She also built a thriving corporate career starting from the Middle East to North America. She worked in Fortune 500 companies and some of the most, most innovative companies in retail. Today, she empowers women with all the knowledge and tools they need to build the business of their dreams, make a global impact, and reach their ideal work-life balance. She has worked with ambitious leaders from all sorts of life, corporate employees, independent professionals, creatives, and teachers to use what they already know and love to serve the world, reach their full potential, and reach financial freedom. This was a jam-packed conversation. Uh, I forgot to mention that she's also a mom, and really, we talked about life balance, our perspective of life balance, what it is to be in integrity, and all good stuff. I am just, just so excited to bring Hala on. Without further ado, let's just jump in. And if you have an aha moment, please, please, please screenshot this show and hashtag both of us on your Instagram stories and let us know what was your big uh, aha moment. What is your action from this? And, you know, you know, without action, without implementation, nothing happens. So you guys, this is it. This is it. I'm so excited. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the Fearless and Successful Podcast. I am Diana Lugoli, Success and Business Coach, helping online entrepreneurs just like you to live their freedom lifestyle. I'm a multi-passionate mom of three beautiful daughters, an expat and HR specialist with masters under her belt. My holistic approach to business and my high vibe energy are my genius. And my mission is to show you that you too can be, do, and have whatever you desire. This will be jam-packed podcast and your daily dose of inspiration, motivation, and tangible tips on business strategy and mindset mastery. Each week, I will bring you a worldwide guest or I will give you my personal insight so that you can dream big, plan for success, and impact the world. Get ready to be fearless and create unstoppable success. Are you with me? Let's rock and roll. 
The Fearless and Successful Show talk show is live. And you guys, this has been on my mind for about two or three weeks. And I'm going to tell you why I took massive action to actually do this and what is the purpose. And then I'm going to introduce you to my beautiful friend who jumped in and I'm going to tell you what is this all about. So these talk shows are for my dreamers, for my hustlers, for my impact makers who are really like ready to make global influence beyond just money. You know, my spirit junkies and my badass people who are just so excited to make like this humanity to take that next level. And I cannot, I cannot to think of any better person to join me today and to open the floor than my beautiful Hala Shivani. I am so, so grateful for you to jump in like last minute because the primer guest who should be here today and for some reason for divine intervention she got sick <laughs> and I, I and i jumped in like literally two hours ago and said hala can you save my butt and this is what real friends do so i'm so so grateful that you came here to open the floor for this beautiful talk show well thank you d for having me thank you for inviting me even on a short notice i'm happy to be here and to support you and save your butt <laughs> yesterday you know what yesterday i was uh listening to your podcast i was listening to the last episode you did wow that was so good right the one that you had with um valley yes yes it was amazing so i was listening to it and i'm like wow i know that d said you know she's gonna have me soon so i bet this is gonna be me anytime and today this happens <laughs> this is how universe works yes it works in our favor and it works for the best of all of us and i think that you know i couldn't be like even if this person and i think it's always like i think there is something that my audience just need to know something from you. You have a message for my audience. It's not just you saving my butt, but I really believe in, and you're such an intuition coach. You work with intuition and you're not just coach. You're a mom. You are a business owner, a badass business owner, really changing this world. And I think that the intuition is playing such a big role um, on your in your business and also in our business like in in business in general i think that people are just awakening and it's like such a beautiful place to be right now i feel that i feel and it's also i think that people need to hear something that you have for us today yes there must be a reason for sure i have so much to share but you said it like you know the universe i feel like things are changing people are evolving I see so many changes in myself, just as I see in the people that surround me. People are awakening. They want more meaning. They want more fulfillment. It's not enough to have a good job anymore. It's not enough to be a mom. It's not enough to be, we women, I know this is how I feel. We want to be good at everything. We are amazing human beings that can give and make an impact in so many different areas. 
And maybe in the past, we weren't as comfortable, you know, being in business or being entrepreneurs. But today, times have changed and you see so many women bulldozing and making immense impact in, in great areas and leading the way for others as well. Yes, I think it's such a divine uh, moment for women to actually claim their power and role in the world and we can start here i think it's like let's just talk to this because i come from you know we both come from this world where a woman should be a stay-at-home mom she should take care of kids she should you know take care of her husband we come from this world and maybe just to start tell us where you come from what is the culture there and what what do you see to be possible for for us and we have Kirti here she's also from that part of you know we women need to be at home so tell us also in the chat please where are you guys tuning in um so we know who to speak to are you a mom are you a business owner where are you tuning in from so hala take it away tell sure us where you come from and how are women treated there and how do you see women in the future yes so how I see myself, I'm a mom of two amazing girls. I'm a wife to an amazing husband. I am an advocate for women and not just any woman. I, I feel strongly that I am advocating for ethnic minorities, women from all sorts of the world to show up and to make an impact. And it's largely because of my like my previous life where I came from, you know, 10 years back, my life was so different. I'm a first generation Middle Eastern immigrant in North America. But before I even ended up in North America in 2006, I grew up in the Middle East. I grew up in Lebanon. I lived uh, during times of war, but beside the war, 16 years of civil war, I grew up in a Middle Eastern and an Arabic environment where the woman is always secondary to men. And maybe not very much in every aspect, but I've seen it. I've seen it in my mom who put her dreams on hold of being an actress and just was an amazing mom and an amazing, you know, support from my dad and raising us. So I was seeing all this around me, women working hard, hustling to support their families, but I didn't see women following their dreams, standing out in their own, you know, superpower. And that stayed with me. So when I went to the U.S., when I went and started working uh, in Arizona, this, like, I started seeing how society is different, how, you know, environment changes who you are. And I started seeing myself as a more active advocate for women uh, for women in business. And that's how it all started. You know, I was working for me as an immigrant. I thought, you know, the best way to get a better life is to work hard and to hustle. And I did that. I did that for 15 years in, you know, corporate environment and different nine to five jobs up until I reached a point where I felt there must be a better way. Like, this is not the only way to kill yourself 65 hours a week to make a better life. This is when I started being, you know, more awakened to my own powers, my own strength that I was for a long time subduing. I was kind of not showing up 
as strong as I was deep inside. And this is where I started building my confidence, showing up as me. And I started seeing so many women and people around me also want to show up as them. They want to embrace their powers. They don't want to be just mom or just wifey. They want to be everything and we're capable of being everything. Hmm. Oh, so beautiful. Um... I know that there, this is something that, you know, my mom always says to me when she comes to visit us, she, she comes two to three times per year, not now during this time, but she comes and she, she, she see me as she wants to project her own role. She was such a perfectionist and she would like clean all of the time. She, like our house with three kids, like it was always so freaking clean. And I was like, Oh my goodness, like always this perfectionist. And she was also working full-time job and taking care of everything. And I think that she just put so much pressure when she comes and she, I feel that I need to perform for her. I oh. always feel so like, ah, everything needs to be perfect. And oh. do you feel like anytime like that, that external people like put so much pressure to something and you just feel stop no i don't want to be this you know don't put me into the box how can yeah. we deal with that yes oh i know exactly what you're talking about because i lived my whole life pleasing my father pleasing the society that i'm living in and pleasing everyone but myself i felt like something is missing and i think if you know, today there's someone listening to us and they also feel, you know, I'm fitting in the mold. I feel like it's not totally me that's showing up. I need to be more myself. That's you telling yourself that this is what you need to do. That's your intuition guiding you. We have to listen to it. Our intuition comes in, in energy, comes in like a you know, flashes of ideas, our intuition comes in feelings. When we follow the feeling, if you're feeling, you know, I'm not fulfilled in what I do, maybe this nine to five job, you've outgrown it. Maybe you're, you're made for bigger than this. Follow the feeling, follow what makes you feel good. Talk about, talk about it with yourself. Say, you know, Hala, what is it that I want? write them down what is it that would make you happy what is it that lights you up honestly the fact of writing things changes perspective not just thinking about it and dreaming about it but writing it down write all your options let your mind go wild what could you be what could you be that would make you feel good think about your future where do you see something that you're doing that lights you up Write down all your options and let your intuition guide you. That means see which option feels good, which option doesn't really feel fully aligned with who you are today. Go with the option that feels good to you. Maybe it's not, it's not going to be easy. I'm not saying feels comfortable, but feels good. Oh my God, when I think of myself being a motivational speaker on stages, inspiring people, that brings me so much life. That makes me feel alive. That's a sign that you should follow that path. And it might take two years, three years, but you know where the end goal is. And that's what's so important. 
knowing where do we want to head. We today have the opportunity to live an intentional life. No longer life is forced on us. You have to live a certain way. Everybody lives the way they want, the way that feels good to them. So follow that feeling and make things happen. This is what I would say to them. Follow the feeling. Don't be afraid to take bold action. You know what? A lot of people I work with, they say, but I'm afraid that, you know, right now I'm such a respected leader in my corporate job. What will people say about me? I'm going to be just a small coach, consultant. No one knows about me. They're afraid to start. They forget that we all started from, from the beginning. Every successful Tony Robbins, every successful person had a beginning, and this is how they started. Oh, amen, sister. Like, yes, 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 yes. When you talked about um, do what f makes you feel good, mm, mm, mm. like, why do we need to do something that doesn't feel good? Like, who, yes. who said who said that we should be doing something that doesn't light our soul on fire? Like, and I want you guys to, to jump into the chat box and say, what would be like something that you would really love to do in next one year, two, ten years? Yeah. Tell us in the comments, what is that that would light your, your soul on fire? Let's have a conversation. And also, you know, put a in the comment, put a, a question. We have some questions that uh, my audience actually asked and wanted to know from, from our guests. So we have a few questions, but I want to address questions live for you guys and want to honor you who are live here. So if you have any question for Hala, like just drop below and we're going to have a conversation around it because we want to support you. You're the winners. You're here live with us and we want to support you who are live. But also tell us what would, like, if you would have all the resources right now, what would you love to do? Like, oh my God, I'm so excited about this. Yeah. I, I feel today, I can't even tell you how grateful I am today to live the life of my dreams. Live the life, and I mean it. Dee, when I first, two years ago, two and a half years ago, I started my business. And I have to say this because I don't feel too many people talk about the struggles of but when I started, remember I had said I've been working 65 hours for 15 years in corporate. So when I started, even though I started my business to have more freedom, to have more work-life balance, to have more time for me, once I started, I reverted back to the same old habits. I found myself sitting behind the computer for 10 hours a day trying to establish my business. Then all of a sudden it hit me. What am I doing? This is not why I started my business. I started my business because I wanted that freedom, the entrepreneurial freedom. There must be a better way. I was also hustling. And hustling doesn't make you feel good. We know that. What makes you feel good is being. And when I realized that shift, you know, I was introduced to this concept, the be, do, have concept by my mentor, James Wedmore. But really it struck a chord with me that I was constantly doing. I was constantly 
trying to do this in my business, trying to write a program, trying to launch a course, but I wasn't being the person that I wanted, that person that wanted to be happy, inspiring, and impactful. And that's, I realized that I needed to change once again, so I changed my habits in order to build my business while having the balance that I craved while being available for my two little ones and while being in the moment, living those amazing experiences that are bringing me to my full potential. Ah, oh, so good, so, so good. And we have some comments in the, in the chat. Oh, this is good. I love the Be Do Have and everything. Like, Be Do Have concept has changed my life as well. I actually heard this from first from Jim Fortin and then from Catherine Zankina. And I just said, mm -hmm. you know, this speaks so much to me. Um, and I actually like stole the concept and oh. <laughs> write it in my book. I don't know who is the founder of this concept, but I really love to talk about this concept in a way that you can be, do and have anything you desire, anything yeah. you desire. So my dreamers like, you know, know and trust know and trust that everything and anything is available for you when you put like i think that intuition played such a big big role in my business this year like such a big role and what you said you know i no longer want to hustle i just want to be guided by, by my higher self if my higher self says you know something is logical Something, this decision is so freaking logical. I'm going to work my butt off to get this because that's like who, who I am. But there is a way that feels so effortless. It doesn't have any common sense, but it's just something is pulling me there. You know, it's pulling me. I don't need to push. I don't need to push. It's pulling me. And I would say, you know, D, this doesn't, you know, this doesn't make a logical sense. This is not a right investment. This is not, you know, it's not going to be uh, a good money or whatever. And I would go this way. And this way lead me always to burnout. Always. I'm not talking about failure, you guys, because I don't believe in failure. And you will probably have something to say on that. I don't, I, I think, I believe in lessons. But burnout is not even, that's not even a lesson. It's something that I go consciously. I go towards that consciously because I'm just programmed to hustle. And I think this year, like, you know, I don't know what's happening, but intuition always guides me to this place of self-fulfillment. Absolutely. Maybe I work, you know, I do the work. I'm, I'm not like, you know, just lying and meditating. It's like, yeah, I still do the work, but it feels so good. It feels effortless. I don't know if you guys like can, can feel it, but things that I do now in my business, I like, I would, I would make a choice and make this like, and work to 12 hours, but I make a conscious decision to work six or even seven hours. It's a conscious decision and I enjoy it. I freaking love every piece of my business right now. Yeah, I can definitely relate to what you said because like you said, I'm programmed to hustle. I'm programmed thinking the harder I work, the better results I have. 
this year, maybe it's like everything that's happening in 2020, you know, the pandemic, all the changes I'm seeing, it's guiding me to lean on my intuition a lot more. And I use it in my business. I'm, I love my rational thinking. I'm a left brain thinker. So I'm always going to revert to that, you know, numbers and statistics. But our left thinkers, like drop in the comment if you're a left thinker, like say it, like left thinker here. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously, let us know if that's you too. But this year, what I'm like, I've realized that I have a tool. My intuition is that tool that's built in, like a built-in compass that I'm not using to my advantage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I started using it. I put all my options. So let's say a launch or let's say an offer that I want to create in my business. I put down all the offers that I think would be great for my business, that my ideal client wants. And then I think about each one of them. How do I feel when I'm delivering this offer versus this offer? And I let my intuition and my feelings guide me into the one that I should be doing. Yes. And that's where what makes uh, writing so, so good. And Kirti just said, she, she, she wrote, oh, this is beautiful. Kirti, we're going to put you on the spot. Let's just read what Kirti wrote. In 10 years, I wish to be a hand holding people making... Um, so she has a brand called T2T aligned products and have created a successful market uh, to, uh, to such pro products globally. Just writing this makes uncomfortable, but definitely great. Awesome. You guys, and, it, and it, if it feels uncomfortable, it's not the, you know, sometimes you feel this, is, this feels uncomfortable. It should feel uncomfortable. Because that's the path to growth. Yeah. And it's new. It's something new. So I, I have a really good question, and I think this one is on spot. How do you... Um, this one is so, so good. So I want to know from you. Where is it? We have so many great questions. Um, how do you build... So here's the question. Um, how do you build the muscle of telling the truth to yourself? <laughs> this is all about being in integrity with yourself, just like you are being in integrity with people. When you tell people, I'm going to do something, probably 99% of us do it because we don't want to disappoint people. Plus, it's our credibility. When we say we want to do something to others, we do it. But oftentimes when we commit to ourselves, we don't do it or we don't do it as consistently as we should. And you just have to remind yourself that's you being in integrity with yourself, mm -hmm. keeping your word, word to yourself, your commitment to yourself. That's just as important. And it's crazy that she mentions that today because yesterday as well, you know, we are both with Selena Sue, and yesterday she posted something about being in integrity, and it made me think that, yes, sometimes 
I keep my word to others, but I don't always keep my word to myself, to the things I said I'm going to do. I leave myself at the end. So this just comes at the right time. We have to be just as committed to our own dreams and goals just as we are to others. I want to dive deep into this because you I didn't see the post from Selena, but I was listening to um podcast uh, with James and... Um, and Jelly, where they talk about personal power and integrity. And I was literally, I do not kid you guys. Yeah, was it today or yesterday when I went live? I was holding a book, uh, Four Agreements by Don Miguel um, Ruiz. I was holding that book and one of the agreements is integrity, to keep your, your word. And I wanted to go live and talk about the book and I was like, something is something else is coming to me i swear to god like i swear this is so on point so because this is coming to us right now and we have so many signs that we need to keep our word but word to ourselves so i want to i want you guys to connect with your whatever your higher self your spirit the god whoever and let's just think for three or five seconds where are you not keeping your your promise to yourself? Good. That's a good question. Yeah. So I want you just to just pause and just to think, where are you not keeping promise to yourself? Where are you taking, you know, your personal power away from you? Yeah, and as they're writing or thinking, I'm going to share something that yesterday I thought about when I saw that post. When I was a leader in a corporation, every time I'd put a deadline, I would kill myself to make the deadline. It was like imperative because that's my word, that's my credibility, that's my team. I noticed in the beginning of my entrepreneurship, I would put a deadline and then as I come closer to the deadline, I would be overthinking it. I'll be like, mm, well, I'm my own boss now. I can move the deadline a little further. <laughs> and then I caught myself. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need to be as committed to my own business as I am to other people's business. Mm. Right? I owe it to myself. We all owe it to ourselves, to our own growth and development to keep our word to ourselves. And this is what I did the same. And I think it's like, it's it's the same. You know, you would do something that you commit yourself to do for your clients. But if you say, oh, I need to, you know, go live on the page and you would feel like, I don't feel like it in the morning. I don't want to go live. You know, and I'm going to go tomorrow. No one knows. Heck, yeah. you know, you didn't keep promise for yourself. You know, you betrayed the only person that mattered. That's true. Oh, I see the comments. Yeah, let, let me say this again. If you don't keep a promise for yourself, you betray yourself. And not just once, twice, you know, three, four, five, six, ten times. And this is where you become um, out of integrity for yourself. And that's a yeah. dangerous zone. That's a very dangerous zone. Yeah. So once you, you know, I just thought of mm -hmm. the question that was just asked. I thought of something that would help us keep our integrity with ourselves and our word. It's managing our emotions. 
Because sometimes we don't want to do it like you said, oh, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like going live today. But managing our emotions and being in integrity means no matter how you feel, you still do what you said you would. Yes. Managing your emotion. Don't fall into what you're feeling today. Remember the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. oh, good. And I think that what helped me, like, and this is like, you know, building the team. That kept me like, you know, if I say something, I have people who hold me accountable. You know, also accountability, you know, having yeah. people, having like support, having coaches, having buddies, but also my team, like if I say that this podcast needs to be on the platform by 10 a.m. in the morning so people can actually do the production, I need to get my butter and actually record the thing. If I don't, the whole like chain gets like you, you dump. I, I betray my people. People. So having accountability system, I think what I do, you know, I'm such a dreamer. I don't know about you. And we had, do you remember when we had a call with James? Um, no, it was not with, with James, but coaches. And I was telling how I just go, you know, I just fly away and I can't like my, my team just can't keep up with my ideas. And this is where yeah. I need to pause and I have this great vision and I just need to hold you know this is the project this is where we're going and i need them to hold me accountable and to hold me back you know d like just stop you know <laughs> this is where you need to go and they they really i i let go of control and i just let them do the, the damn thing and here's a great question i think this is a nice transition um this is for for my hustlers what do you do when you can't hire due to finances or better due to leverage, better due to leverage. Do you know, no focus, do the things you aren't good at if those are the things you need to get done to achieve the next level of success. So the things that you now focus on, they are not your zone of genius and you know that you need to hire, but due to finances, you don't hire. Yes, yes. So, um of course, we all have, look, we want to start a business, but sometimes finances are tight and a barter system is great because there's so many other people starting in the world, starting their business. Maybe you're good at one thing. Find someone who compliments you, someone who's good at some other skills or tools that you need in your business. Make a connection with them support them maybe in engagement support them in different ways get on a zoom call one-to-one -one with them and tell them how you can help your business their business and how they can support your business if they are also starting out a barter system where you exchange services for each other is great it's beneficial for both of you and it keeps the budget in check oh so good oh this is so good I love this. Um, let me check in the comments. And we have a great conversation here. Woohoo! Um, hey, Anna. Hey, Mirena. Hey, Tina. So good to see you, ladies. Um, oh, oh, Anna is here. Oh, my goodness. You ladies oh, are on fire. The chat is on fire. Um, delegation and house help is not working. So, yeah, good, good. Tina, like, just think about, you know, is there something that you can actually not delegate but compromise with your hobby is there something that you can you know or 
you need to compliment. <laughs> and this is a great example. And my hubby, if he's listening right now, like I, I was such a, you know, I'm still, I'm such, still a badass. So we have this, you know, smoke alarms um, in our house. And one of these like, you know, broke two days ago. And we live in a wooden house. So it's like, you know, these Swedish houses are wooden house. And we need to have them like in every corner. And one of them like broke down and, and they, he put, the, put this down and he wouldn't go and buy it. And I went today and I bought it and I was fixing. And he said, you know, babe, you're such a boss. <laughs> you fix everything. And I said, yes, I do. I do. I do. You know, but could I actually said to him, I, rather than go and do it myself, I saw that he's, his ego was actually hurting. And instead of me like, actually asking him, you know, after your work, could you go and actually buy this thing and fix it? Um, but instead I took a control and this is where I, I again go to that. I need to have everything in control. So maybe Tina, you know, having a conversation and I see this in daily life, you know, I take over because I don't want to have a conversation. Oh, okay. I take over the things because I don't want to have a conversation. And he would love to do that. He would love to do that because, you know, I know that. But it's just like, for me, it's just easier. I'm just going to go, you know, I'm, I'm going to fix it. I don't want yeah. to bother with, with conversation. And there are so many things in our life that we are still doing because we think that it's easier to do than to ask for help. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes when we ask for help, we give the other person the opportunity to rise up to the expectations that we have of them. We're not, we're not supposed to do everything ourselves. I, there's some things in my family with my husband I know how to do, but I know how he loves to do it and support me. So I keep it. Okay, when George comes in, he can help me with that. And this way, he feels like he's contributing to the household. He's contributing to my business, to also supporting me to be successful. Give people the opportunity to rise and meet your expectations. And this way, you free up some time for yourself to do other things that are in your zone of genius. Especially, I think, with partners, they're like our partners, they are meant to support us. I think this is also one of the things that that I need to work on, like be better in receiving help um, and asking for that help at home. Uh, because also I don't want my kids to be like, you know, <laughs> yes, it is like, you know, I want them to feel powerful and I want them to feel that, you know, they're really empowered, my girls. But also, you know, it's okay. Men can do stuff as well. <laughs> you know, I don't want them to feel, you know, I'm going to crush my man because I can do everything. It should be like, you know, balance between we, we both know our, our zone of genius, but we also, you know, can actually rely on each other without, you know, if I say to him, will you fix it, fix that? I know that he's going to fix it. I don't question it. And sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm just going to do it myself. And mm -hmm. yes, it is huge, especially, you know, Mirena, you know the story. This is a huge, I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to ask for help because I'm just, I can do it all my own, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it's in the business, it's the same. Yeah, well, absolutely. It's usually us 
and it it transpires in real like in our life as in our business because we are the one creating that reality mm, good that's yeah. true and asking help says uh, yana wanted to do myself but now i realize it i do need help with with my launch yeah yeah you know who better to help yeah you know you you came and this is so so amazing because yana is one of my students and she came back from the woods after a while and she joined us for a training today and i'm just so grateful that you guys are actually you know coming in asking for help so joining me here i just want to say that i so appreciate you guys for being here like you're you're the best like i have the best students and clients like i'm so grateful for you guys so mwah, thank you um i have another question so you know we both are moms and we have like here i think all moms yeah all moms oana is still not a mom i haven't catch up with you but yeah all moms in general um how do you balance motherhood and business? Sorry, this is like the question. You were cutting off a little bit. Can you say the question again? So how do you balance motherhood and business? Yeah, so this is a very good question because it all comes down to your priority. When you sit down and realize and think about what is my priority? The biggest thing that comes in first is what you need to prioritize your time for. When I started my business, I was clear that my priority today is my family, my kids. So I had a conversation with my husband. I said, listen, I want to start a business. I, you know, this is where I think it's going to lead with time. He said to me, Hala, I love that you have this idea, but I know how you are. You're going to forget about everything else and just focus on this. And that was good for me to hold me. I said, you hold me accountable. So how do I balance motherhood and business? And even my husband has a business that I work with as well, that I help him with. I schedule everything that I need for my family first outside of work. That happens before nine in the morning and after four in the afternoon. This is me being mom. I'm in mom mode in those times. But between nine and four, they are at school. This is where I schedule all my business activities, my coaching calls with my clients, my discovery calls, my lives. Everything happens in the time where my kids are at school. This way I keep them a priority and I keep my business a priority and keep my commitment. When they come in, I don't literally, I don't touch anything in the house except before nine. So I wake up, if I did the bed, it's gonna be before they leave. If I did breakfast, before they leave. Once they go, I come to my office and this is where my work day starts up until I have to go pick them up from school. After that, I mom, I go in the kitchen, cook my stuff with them, have dinner, and be available for them. This way, I'm satisfying my own, my own, you know, craving to make an impact, to reach my full potential. But I'm also not compromising the priority of my life, which is my family. So beautiful, so beautiful. Um, and I want you to guys to follow uh, Hala on Instagram. We're gonna put it. So just type her name, and you're gonna find her on Instagram because she actually um, 
showcase how she balanced the family. And I think that this was such a beautiful question because she walks her talk. She showcases okay. the stories. By the way, if you're, you're using stories, just do the stories because they are such a beautiful behind the scenes um, of your business. And Hala always like has this beautiful relationship with her family, with her daughters. And you know, she always has these great dinners, and her daughter's making her dinner. It's such a beautiful relationship. Yeah, and you guys go and follow her because she's such a you know, you the, the, the things what I see with you and your family is like this is not something that is curated. If your mm -hmm. daughter makes the dinner, that's not just like that moment, but you know, I was thinking that needs to be something like before, it needs to be built up. You know, it needs to be something that it's incorporated in family values that now shows up as that. Yes. You know, this is like such a great showcase. So go guys, like really follow because she's such a, she's a mom and like badass business owner. So yeah. go and follow her. Like she's amazing. And I would love to, you know, because you said, you know, how does your business look like? So what, what is the business model that you're working on right now? Um, I want to know your work like one-on-one -on -one group coaching for like how does that look like now? Sure, I'd love that. So as a business coach, I'm focused on helping women and ethnic minorities uncover their true powers again and then make an impact in the world. What does that mean? I work with women who, you know, who have accumulated some sort of an experience, maybe in a nine to five job. I help them move it online. So we think about, you know, what is it their passion? What is something that lights them up that they can bring online to help others with? This is my business model. I work with them either one on one uh, or in a group program, but I do a three month mentorship where we build their online business using their expertise so we i have my own framework which is the balanced framework why did i make that balanced framework because i wanted to keep my family first that's the biggest difference between my framework and other people that promote online business that tell you you know this is what you should do to grow your business online I agree with them, but this is what worked for me because it allowed me to stay with my family but also grow my business. I'm actually just working. One of my commitments to myself, Dee, is to serve my clients and serve other aspiring entrepreneurs through a challenge. So I have a challenge coming up in the beginning of December, five days to pivot online and monetize your expertise and start your online business from scratch. This is the time to do it. There's so many people that I've been in touch with and talked with that are looking for meaning, looking for fulfillment, looking for multiple sources of income. We can't no longer rely on one income from a, from a job because we don't know how stable that is going to be. Using the online modern world and putting our knowledge out there and helping people create impact with what we know, helping them better their lives and make an income while we're doing it. This was a dream come true to me and it's happening and I'm helping other women do the same. So throughout the challenge, this will be a five day 
after the challenge, whoever is seriously committed to starting their business, they can join me in a three months mentorship that starts in the beginning of January. In three months, we'll work through all the phases that they need to start and grow a profitable income, sorry, profitable online business today based on their own personal brand. So we talk about, you know, how do you establish your online authority? What is your brand? How do people see you? How do they, you know, how can they relate to you? What kind of solutions people are looking for that you can provide them because it's something that comes naturally to you? Mm. Oh, love this. And you guys, you know, I'm going to pop the, the challenge link and also the, the Instagram link so you can follow Hala and, you know, like take this challenge because it's such a great opportunity to stretch yourself. I think that challenges, what I love the most with challenges is just the fact that we get to be with like-minded people and we all have the same goal. Yeah. We all have this the same outcome. We are chasing something and we are all in this, this together. So having like, you know, um, community where you support each other, like that's the best. I love challenges. So definitely we're going to, uh, yeah. we're going to pop this, um, to close this conversation. Oh, it was so good. It was so spicy and we have such a yeah. great, um, oh, look, and, and I want to acknowledge both of you, like Tina, um, you guys who have kids uh, at home, like I just want to say kudos to you guys. Like, yes, kudos, kudos to all moms out there. Like seriously, you guys who are, you know, hustling and having your kids and trying to do something. And let me tell you, like, um, you know, Miriana, you too. Like, I just want to say for us mates, I'm, for me, I take this so for granted. My kids are in school. We don't have lockdown. Um, I never had a feeling that, you know, that I need to juggle between that. And I don't even see it as a balance, you know. I don't see this. I think that my mom, I want to just tell my opinion about balance. Um, I think my mom, she put this, you know, I am, you know, a mom at home and I am, you know, this employee at work. And when I come home, I leave my job there and I can be 100% mom. For me, it doesn't work like that. I am, my identity is someone who is like, I make shit happen. Like I make impact. Whether that's like, and I always go from that perspective. Is that something that I need to empower my girls or is that something that I need to work with my husband? I always have this awareness that is, I, everything that I do impacts everyone around me and it needs to be, I have this awareness that everything that I do, it needs to be, um, something greater than just me. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's not just for me. And that's the identity of entrepreneur. I feel that this is the identity of, an, I, this is something that I can just take away and, you know, box it. And let's say I close my shop at 4 PM, you know, it's something that, and that's why I think that, the balance um, for me doesn't work. I am an entrepreneur. That's my core identity. It's just something that you know. I always, I always strive for something greater than just me. You know, it's not just you know. I'm gonna put focus on my kids and I'm gonna prioritize. If that's focus on kids, how does that serve like you know, 
if I'm focusing on them, how do, do I empower them to be better humans that they can empower the humanity? You know, in that, like, I, I, I hope that I'm not making this like too, but that's how balance, how I see balance. I don't see balance in my life. Um, it's just how I feel that it's just for me. Um, my mom maybe was like that, you know, I cut my bits in my, my job and then I'm at home and I do my, my, my home stuff for me. I'm always with my business. I, my my entrepreneurial my mind is always on speed. Like it's always working. <laughs> yeah, and it's all balance is doing what works for us. There's no one way to balance things. Balance might look different for you than me, than Curdy, than someone else. Everybody has their own balance. How do you know that you are creating balance? Is when you're actually enjoying what you're doing. If you're feeling rushed all the time, stressed, then you're, you don't have balance. Do what works for you. This is the balance that you need in your life, the balance that works with your personality, personality of the people that are in your family. Also, the other thing with balance is quality over quantity. It doesn't matter how many hours you're available for your kids if you're on your phone or if you're not engaging with them. I could be with them one hour a day, but during that hour, I'm chatting with them, I'm, I'm talking, I'm listening, and then they go off maybe on their device and they're feeling happy and supported. Yes. And yes. I can go back to my office in the evening. It's all about quality of things versus, okay, I'm going to spend 10 hours, but they're going to see their mom miserable, not happy, yelling at them in those 10 hours. No, that's not balance. Oh, I love this. I love, love, love this because a lot of people ask me, you know, my kids, they wake up 6 a.m. And they're very, very early. And I do between 6 and 6.30, I do my morning routine. Interrupted. They already know. Like, mama is doing her um, like, leave her alone. You know? <laughs> but they, after that, you know, we have a full hour. In the morning where we cuddle, we eat breakfast, we dance, we make up, you know, it's, it's, you know, they know that I'm available after this half an hour. I just need that time for myself. And then I make sure that I'm available for them. And also like, you know, there is, I'm there. I'm there one hour. And then I leave them at school at preschool. And then when they come, it's again, like it's one hour of full time. If they are like, okay, we want to be alone, they are alone, but we spend time, one hour together. And sometimes after 15 minutes, they would say, you know, you're boring, like, and they go that way. But I make sure that I make myself available so they know that I'm here. And I'm yeah. also clear boundaries. If there is something that I need to do in the afternoon, um, I say, you know, I'm here now for half an hour. But after that, I have a call for an hour. You can't interrupt me. And they would know, okay, this is for half an hour. Then she's going to go and she will be there. And then she's going to come back. So these are like really boundaries and priorities. Yeah. So I think that's how it works for me. That's very smart, the creating the boundaries and telling them it's okay to say it's in the afternoon and I'm working. They need to see their mom being taking different roles, not just being in the kitchen or cleaning. They need to see us in different roles. 
my kids know sometimes in the evening I take calls as well. Seven in the evening is a great time after dinner. Everyone is, you know, just relaxing. It's a great time for me to come and do a, like a coaching call. So they know that they see it after the call. They come in. How was it? What did you guys talk about? How Like they want to know. This is us awakening them to the possibilities. You can be anything you want. You're not bounded to be one thing at a time. You just have to create the structure that supports what you want to achieve in your life. And this is good. So Kirti says, let's let's just spend another five minutes on this. Uh, I hope that's okay, Hala, because yeah. I think this is such a great topic. And I know that these girls are always saying the, asking the same thing. It's about, I tried that. I tried set up boundaries, but my kids just get upset. <laughs> you know, um, they just don't like it. Don't sit in front of computer because I'm gonna snap, you know. And I think here is so important. That's how I see it. It takes time. Mm. It takes time for them to adjust to a new role of yours. Because if you were just a mom to them, in their eyes for two years, you were just a mom. You were always available for them. And I always did that the same. I always put my, my oldest daughter, I always put her first. Until I said, you know what? Hold on. If I can't fill my cup first and do what makes me happy, I cannot support you. And I'm clear in communicating. Now she's 13 and, I, and it's okay for me to you know, clearly communicate with little ones. It's just getting, you know, they will try and the curve will go like, oh, they will be very upset. But they will, they will, like at the end, they will drop. You just, they need to see you holding to that boundary. You, you are the one who don't need to break the boundary. They can break the boundary. You need to hold the boundary. Yeah. I love that you said that because kids are going to test us. Like everything, remember the two-year-old, like two-year-old tantrums, they are going to test you. You're going to say, mom is busy. They're going to come and try to open the door and come and bug you and come and talk to you because they want to see if you are really busy and how you'd respond. This is the pivotal moment to teach them. You can show them, hey, look, I'm starting a session in five minutes. This is the person I'm talking to, about, like I'm going to talk to, this is what I'm going to be doing. We'll spend an hour, let's say, set them up for an activity and then come back, check on them. The other thing that I know that works for my kids, they don't like surprises. Like if they come in and I'm not there, that's like, where's mom? What happened? That's why in the morning I try to set the day for them. When you come back from school, I'm going to bring you, I'm going to drop you home, I'm going to go take care of something and come back, I'm going to need you to help me in the kitchen, let's cook dinner together, then you'll have some time on your own. So I've already set the day or the evening the way it works for me, but I informed them, I said, I want your help, come help me in the kitchen, then you're able to take an hour on your own. Already I've planned something in that hour, a call, something to work on, but they don't know. They're feeling that they are part of the decision-making. This, this, I realize this works for my kids. They like to be involved. They don't like it when I tell them, okay, I'm not here now or I'm, I'm not available. They like to know ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, 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 yes. I agree. And, uh, 
just acknowledgement from, from Tina. Um, thanks, Dee. And Hala makes me feel better for tomorrow. Uh, I need that uh, that hour with my toddler. Uninterrupted. We'll switch off my friends for that one. Thank you so much, gorgeous soul, for tuning into today's show. I appreciate you so much for sticking to the end. And if you found value, please make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. This means that you're supporting my fearless mission to impact millions and also making sure that this podcast reaches people who need to hear this. As a matter of fact, you could screenshot this episode and share your takeaways on EG stories and I will personally give you a shout out there and send you a little thank you gift. How does that sound? And I hope to really see you there and until next time, dream big, plan for success and impact the world. Mwah!